This episode is brought to you by our friends at Milwaukee Tools. Outdoor power equipment gives you the power to clear, cut, and maintain the outdoors without the petrol headaches. No pull starts, no engine maintenance, no mixing petrol and oil. Book a test drive now at milwaukeetools.com.au. Milwaukee, nothing but heavy duty. This episode is also brought to you by our friends at Rick's. Rick's is an Australian lifestyle brand founded with a mission to transform the eyewear industry by creating carefully crafted eyewear that inspires confidence. Everybody should be able to enjoy a touch of luxury and the confidence it brings. See the world differently today. Head online now at rickseyewear.com.au and check it out. Righto, let's get into the show. Your routine for a game, I'm really interested. Like, you've always had a massive leg. We know that there's an, there's an art to it. Um, like how much, how much are you, when you're punting the ball, like, you know, we'll talk about two things, you're pretty, you know, your routine and kicking, but like how much are you putting into it to thump it or are you, you're just trying to time it and hit the sweet spot or is it tactical placement? Yeah, probably, probably all three things that you kind of said, to be honest, um, depends where you are on the field, you know, to start off with preparation wise, I, uh, um, I keep it, I keep it pretty low key. Um, you know, going into a game and stuff like that, it's just simply just you know, getting my, get my body nice and limb and things like that. And often just get into the spa quickly to warm up the body and pre-game. Yeah. Pre-game and just nothing too crazy. Just a quick little one just to kind of warm up lower body and stuff and have a shower and make sure I'm like, yeah, all right. Now it's, now it's kind of go time of thing. And then, um, have a bit of a stretch and that like normal and, um, that's, I mean, that's basically it. Like, I don't really think like I have to go too crazy and, um, you know, I get the back cracked and that and make sure I'm feeling good to go and go out there and just, um, obviously a few ball drops to just, you know, get the line of where I want the ball to be and in my hands and, um, making sure that it's in the right spot to be able to do that. So I focus on just going to catching and dropping the ball and yeah, then I get in, get into a few swings and, um, see what kind of the wind's doing. Philly's a pretty windy, like windy place to kind of play in general. And, um, just kind of knowing what I need to do going into the game, you know, location wise, where they want it to go. And, um, yeah, just kind of those little small things to, to concentrate on. But, um, you know, as you said, in terms of the, in terms of, you know, do I want to go out there and smack it like every time, you know, depends where you are. Like if you're a little bit further down the field, yeah, of course, you just want to let it rip and just try and get down there as, um, as much as you possibly can. Obviously, when we're getting closer to the 50-yard line and, you know, inside that 50, you obviously want to be in a bit more precise and hang up the ball a little bit higher, make sure they can't get any return yards or anything like that and, and get a nice inside 10 in that to have a, you know, give our defense a good chance. So there's a little bit more tactics that go into it now. It's not just about bombing away and just yeah. good luck to you and see where it goes. Um, you know, obviously location plays a huge part in it now because returners are- They're so good. So good. Like every single one of them is so good. And um, that's just what they do. Yeah. You know, isn't it? No, oh, they are. Um, it's almost like second level. It's just, it, it's just it's you and just him. It's crazy. <laughs> it is. And you have to obviously see where they're kind of do. They're trying to read where you are and little things like that. And, um, you know, a little bit of cat and mouse is involved with it all. But yeah, just making sure that your location probably is, is the number one priority because you just, you can eliminate a third of like two thirds of the field, then you've basically done half your half your job already. So, yeah. you know, getting it, you know, where you, as you as you can see on the field, you've got the numbers on both sides. If you get it there, or you know, outside of that, you've you've done your job with a 
decent amount of hang time and, and decent amount of um, distance. And obviously you rely on the other guys that are going down there to, you know, make a tackle for you. Yeah. If you're at the 50, 40, whatever it is, you've you got the goal line. Yeah. How aggressive are you at trying to get it as close to the goal line? as or, or, or you just think the 10's fine? Yeah, just- I think for the most part the 10's fine and the coaches are happy with that. Um you, you want it. You want to yeah. get it. Like, and this, this, it's enticing. You know like, when you kick a drop punt yeah. and you spin it backwards? Yeah. Like, have you nailed that? Every kick I, will just I spin think, backwards? I think for the most part, like, yeah, I, I, I'm getting pretty good at it. Like, actually getting that kind of high, like, revolution thing and getting it to kind of check back a little bit, which is good. Um, some fields don't allow that for you. Like, you know, you're playing on artificial turf and it's like- oh, It doesn't allow it on artificial. It's tough on hard, like- doesn't grip. Artificial, whereas the grass is good. Like real good. That's so a good little bit of knowledge that. You know, it's kind of got to be smart about it in a way. And then ultimately, you know, if you're doing it, you just want to hang the ball just nice and high and just make sure they literally get nothing. That's mm. honestly what you want. So um, as I said, the tactics kind of all part of it in a way, which is cool. Um, but ultimately, like, you know, you would love one just to bounce at the three and oh, then just yeah. like. You know, but you have to rely on the other guys down there to kind of make a play for you too, you know. Yeah. That's the thing because the return is now just like if the balls, they get told, if the ball, you're going to stand at the eight-yard line or the seven-yard line, if you feel like the ball's going over your head, don't touch it. So it's like all well and good. I can be aggressive if I want to, but then I'm relying on obviously my two gunners to go down there and make sure they stop the ball from getting a touchback or else, you know, and it's tough. And if the gunner – makes a mistake, do yeah. they get a bit of a slap in the team meetings? Oh, I'll let them know. Oh, you'll I'll let, let them know, know personally. Because it'll ruin your kick. Yeah. yeah. I'll let them know personally. I mean, I have to, I like, I, like I have to, you know what yeah, I mean? Like yeah, it's, yeah. I'll put it in the right spot and I'll, and whether or not I'm like being a bit of a smart ass or whether yeah, I'm like yeah. serious, you know, give or take on how the situation is. Like it is a little frustrating. Like you get the ball in a good spot, you get it to check up and they're super aggressive, right? All they want to do is make the play. Like I get that. But some of them just like slide forward thinking that they have to dive to try and like get the ball back. And it's just like, oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just, I have noticed. Just, just hold it. Just when hold the, it. When dog. the ball, uh, when when there's some fumbles, there's bodies flying. And flying I'm like, everywhere. I'm like, lads, just pick it up. Yeah. Because <laughs> like, just, just, I can only imagine just the helmet. Plant your feet on the ground and pick up the ball type thing. But yeah. hey. It's easier said than done, Yeah, isn't yeah. It? Can't do much about it in the no, end. So you can't. that's why you're often better just like kicking it straight to them and just like letting them catch it like seven or eight yard line because then you're like, all right, play's over. Yeah. You're all good. Any um any pinch yourself moments? Obviously, this year's been pinch yourself every moment, yeah. but I'm talking like other players. I've heard you talk about Tom Brady, um, oh, yeah. you know, Mahomes. You just, you've played him a few times now and and your I mean your team's so stacked as well. But are there any other players that you love and you see and I'm a huge fan of Travis Kelsey. I was gonna say killer yeah. Trav. Yeah. I mean we played Kansas City last year. Like it was my fourth game playing. We played them at home. And uh yeah, that was it was pretty crazy. And seeing big Travis just running around and doing his thing. I remember Tyreek Hill had about 180 yards that day and three oh. touchdowns. Like that was just mate, guys fly around. Like, He's around. so yeah. quick. Like every week Every week for me could be a pinch myself moment in terms of who I'm playing against or who's going to be out on the field, whether it's offense or defense. Just like stars everywhere. Like Derek Henry, oh beast, played him this year, and we 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 kept him in check. Like our defense played unreal, but he is a monster. Mm. Like you you can get an idea about seeing him on TV, but seeing him like live. He is huge. The boys talk about it in the locker room. Like, oh man, yeah, no, that like the D line's like 
talking about it all week, like trying to figure out how they're going to do it and, and things like that. It's like, damn, we got Derek this week. Like, you know, like it's quite funny, but they played them really well in the end. So, yeah, I mean, every week there's a, yeah, there's definitely a pinch myself moment to be like, man. Oh, it's so cool, bro. Like that dude's like right in front of me now, just about to go and do his thing. Like it's just, it's so cool. I mean, so Travis cool. Kelsey is the coolest dude in For the sure. NFL as well. And his brother is the complete like opposite. opposite, just like a family man, wears his Nike five 550s or whatever they are, like the old man. Cargo like, shorts. Oh, sorry, not the Nike, the New Balance yeah. uh, 550 shoes that are old, like just old like dad shoes, and he loves it. Oh, like just loves it. I love their- um, And he's awesome. I love their potty, the New yeah, Heights oh, potty. Mate, yeah, the New Heights is just- Blown up. Blown up. But, it's so cool. And it's because of exactly that. And I yeah. mean, what a season to launch yeah, it as seriously. well. The timing, the timing of, of everything. Um, so Let's raw. Talk about a script. You know? I know. I know. <laughs> the script, I mean, the, the Kelsey Bowl, yeah, like unreal. legit. Unreal. Oh my God. Yeah, that's, um, mate, again, well done, honest. An amazing season that next year you'll go one bigger. And uh, yeah, I hope so. It'll be, it'll be good. I've got, um, I've got some, uh, so we've talked about teammates. Now, NFL, AFL, pretty quick segment before we go to the Q&A here from the ACES community. Um, what does the AFL need to do that the NFL does so well? Uh, now, I heard this come up a few weeks ago and I read it and I was in complete agreement. And I think that if they could find a way to do a like mid-season trade stuff, would be sick. That would be awesome. Like no like three week period trying to like get it done and like scramble like have like front office have people upstairs on the go like trying to figure out if they can make this team better now and like teams that are like know they're on the cusp and they need to make a big move and like yeah if you can make that work that'd be huge and now you need players buy in. Like, because players obviously know right now in the AFL, like, this is where I'm going to be. Like, I'm comfortable with that. Like, would they would they be up for making a mid-season move over to West Coast? I don't know. Like, yeah. probably not. But if the AFL just goes, this is happening, it would maybe. Be, like, maybe. As you know a, what I mean? You've played and you're a fan. Yeah. Playing would be tough due to the contracts not being so big is the only thing I'd kick back on. Yeah. But as a – fan and yeah. watching, I want it all. <laughs> For sure. How would it work though? If I've got a two year deal, does that mean I can be So so if you got if you if you so mid season type stuff, you got a two year deal left but they traded you. Yeah. Well obviously that the that means that team could either come up with a way to like void your next two, right? So then you become a free agent at the end of the year. So you play out the, the rest of the year and you sign up a deal where you get like a bonus out of it or something like that. But then you have the option to become a like unrestricted free agent and then you get the choice of wherever you want to go after it's all said and done. Otherwise, if you're happy with um, the team that you've gone to and they're happy that they really want you to stay, well, you get your two years. Yeah, right. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I'm just trying to think and it's about like, it's. It's gonna take it. Take a bit of work. Oh, Don't yeah. get me wrong. No, that's why. I'm that's why the like- NFLs are, is where they're at. Like it's gonna take some work, but it's like things like that that you could make it more interesting, right? Say for instance, like you got a team. I don't know, like the Dons, like the you know last year. They're like they're going all right. Maybe they're missing like one or two like key thing that they could maybe get themselves. 
after, say, like round 12 or 13 with 10 games to go, I'm like, all right, maybe this is like, yeah. this is our guy that we can get to like maybe take the next step top. So you'd call a guy that's probably uh, a, a mature player dominating yeah. and he's got he's got a contract in front of him and they're like, we'll absorb that and yeah. we'll give you this guy. That's right. But it would work if the managers and players signed off. 100%. So it'd be a scramble for a week. Basically. Um, you'd imagine, you you know, it'd be a lot of drama post because players would be like, we put you up mm. and we didn't get it and now you know we try to flog you off. Yeah. And now you've got to come back and buy in. Yeah. It's a different beast. Yeah. It'd be brutal. It would be. But that, and that's that's the way the NFL is. I know. Cutthroat. Like way different. more money though. Way more, no doubt. That's so that's why, the, and that's the that's the difference. Like don't know if it's possible. But right. it would be sick though. I think a lot of people want it and a It'd lot of people sick. don't. It's a great yeah. topic. I don't know where sick. I sit with it. Um yeah, it's great though. I mean, I know where I am when I'm playing at Peel Thunder yeah, and fucking sure. going all right. Yeah, fucking. When, when's this mid season? I'm ready to get <laughs> get me get me fucking get that's me out great. of here. See, hey? That's what I mean. Yeah, yeah but that's go. the thing. They don't want the fringe player, bro. <laughs> <laughs> they want the big dogs. So you'd be well, running around. Maybe if they get rid of the big dog, then the fringe player comes in for the oh, same team. You never I was know. Having a laugh, know? and um, <laughs> yeah. When I was in Arizona, Mikel Bridges was amazing. He scored 29 points. He led yeah. all comers. Yeah. Um, I met up with Jock Landau post-game and yep. um, Cam Johnson come down and gave yep. me a fist pump. I'm like, this is so surreal. Yeah. He's such a young gun. And, you know, like a week later, Durant's, <laughs> I think a week later, Durant's there. Yeah. And I just, I saw a tweet. It was like Bridges wrote, oh, damn. And yeah. then like, lol. Yeah. He's like, and then they he come out a few weeks later and um he gets even funnier. He goes, Well, how did you find out? And apparently one of his teammates FaceTimed him and said, Oh man, I'm so I'm sorry. So and he's like, what? <laughs> what are you talking about? He goes, You haven't seen Twitter? He's like, nah. He's like, You've just oh, been shipped off for Durant. Mate, and then it gets better. That, that, that's true. I know. Man, that flat out happens. Um, you wouldn't be able to sleep that week. Oh. You wouldn't be able to sleep. Mate. I'm but I imagine and NFL you've literally players, gone from West Coast to East Coast. And that's what I'm talking about. Like with the fam. just and I get it. You have the money. Like, I get it. You do know you the have the financial set up and stuff and you could, you can. It's There's no doubt. Yeah. So that's the tough thing like here. It's like people would be like. Maybe if you're on 500 plus that you could do Maybe. It. Yeah. Maybe that's the cap. But that's a small, that's a, that's a small, that's 200 a small, players or something? small market compared to, yeah, mm. what you got there. It's, I don't know. It's funny. Then Mikael Bridges, the first week he got interviewed from Nets, like, you know, the Instagram social yeah. media team. Yeah. And they said, um. Okay, let's ask you a few questions. He's like, so who's your favorite player? And he like just got, he went, he's like, no, he goes, who's your favorite player, favorite player growing up? And he's like, it was Kevin Durant. <laughs> <laughs> it was that's Kevin Durant. That's outstanding. And he's like, leave it in. Yeah, oh, that's man. outstanding. He sounds like a ripper, but I love yeah. that. That would cause a lot of drama. 100%. Yeah, the mid-season, it's a great question. What a about pre- oh, So my one I wrote down was um, pre-game kit. I love oh, yeah. how you boys dress yeah, up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Selfishly, I've got the Sunnies brand. I in. want you to wear them. Bring that in. But I just think how outdated the kits are. I've said this a lot of times on this podcast, and I wanted to bring it up with you. You've played AFL. You've yeah. worn your kit. You've got your sponsors on your chest. No one cares about you. You're going to take it straight off off the bus if you're traveling. Yeah. If you're rocking up to the game, you've got your bag on. Yeah. But it's a great way to grow small businesses, yeah. clothing brands, um, grow your own 100%. brand, do some fun stuff, some yeah. messaging. Travis Kelsey probably does it the best. Yep. Um, do you think it would work in AFL? No doubt. Absolutely. Absolutely would work. So many different styles and that out there that obviously the boys and that do. 
there'd be way more interest, like, as you said, like clothing, clothing brands wanting to like come in and get their, you know, 10 cents worth and stuff and say, here, here's a few things to get my stuff out. No doubt. I love it. It would make it, it would, it would be awesome. So I'm all for it. hundred percent. Yeah. Get that in. Yeah. Love it. Love it. hundred percent. I love how you, you're <laughs> on, on the same page here. And the second one, Super Bowl halftime commercials. I think that AFL players don't feature in enough. I talk about AFL players because our background, but athletes in general, I think the USA does a great job with their commercials with yeah. athletes. And I think that's the second one. I reckon we need more commercials where the players, the, like the athletes, they mm. play like a dumb role or something yeah. funny. It's like a skit yeah. almost. Yeah. I reckon right. we need more of it. You're right. I think uh, to a certain degree, we've got to keep it like, you know, some of the NFL guys back home, like say for instance, uh, Baker Mayfield did it like, you know, is with an insurance company and he was with the Browns obviously and like, he did like eight different commercials and it's like, like now look like, you know, yeah. you're a bit unlucky, mate. Like you're a bit unlucky, but it's just like how things turn oh, quickly, ever, you know? Yeah. So it's like to a certain extent, I get it. Like for sure, you should definitely get them involved, particularly on like the sense of humor ones. Like yeah. if you're trying to have a bit more of a laugh, but. Great way of putting it. And I actually cooked my question. Mine was Super Bowl halftime commercials, AFL grand final halftime commercials. Because we do, I don't know what kind of entertainment we do for AFL, but I can't imagine it's at the standard of Rihanna. Nah. Do you think it would work? Halftime entertainment show, so like the halftime breaks like longer? AFL halftime commercials. Can the Australian advertising, marketing, uh, you know. Take some work. They've got, I mean, I definitely think you'd have the opportunity. Yeah, for sure. You'd only need 10. I mean, it doesn't mean that athletes are in it. Would it work on an AFL grand final day? Or do we want to just hear from the... It just depends because the game's so different. Like, you don't get the stop-start, like, stuff. So, that's, like, obviously. What is halftime in NFL? Uh, so, normally, it's only 13 minutes, but it's 30 during the Super Bowl. But that's because AFL's of the performance. 20. But it's, like, yeah. it's more all the commercials that they have actually are on during the timeouts throughout the game. Yeah. So, it's not just, like, halftime, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. So, you'd obviously have quarter time, like, three-quarter time and stuff. But you have a lot less time to actually do the yeah, well said. commercial side of things and do and do that type of stuff. So I think it could still work because you can do the quarter time, half time, three quarter time. But the reason why I guess the NFL stuff do so many is because all the timeouts that are involved with it too. Yes, yeah, so because it's so like so stop start, particularly for the, for the Super Bowl, they could do hundreds and hundreds if they want to. So yeah, it would definitely work here, but you just wouldn't have like. I guess you wouldn't have as many, so nah. which wouldn't be a bad thing, like yeah. for sure. I think you can make it work, but that's just how it is. Like it's all just like one like huge, just like business. business. And it's a great business. And like it's a great business, absolute great business. And like the AFL is more still for the game, which is also awesome. Love that. Yeah, different. but that's why it's, it's, it's yeah. such, they're so different, and yeah. that's why I always I always think the US is everything's bigger and mm. better. Australia's the best country in the world. What can we bring from those sports? Yeah. Maybe we don't have to. I don't know. I just always you always like it, though. thinking on the run. Two out of the three are definitely I'm all I'm. Oh, mate, I'm, I'm normally a one from I'm three operator, so I'll take good that. Good for you. Sixty six percent will take. <laughs> I normally kick it thirty three percent. Sixty six is a that's tick, mate. That's a that's job uh, done. That'll get you out of pill thunder. Oh, that is. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's brilliant. Um. All right, let's go to some Q&A from the Aces. Uh, I, uh, I got some funny ones here and oh, some good here ones. Go. Um, righto, Liam Morrison. I haven't read these. I like to read them raw. Yes. Liam Morrison, how did, you, how did being on an AFL list prepare you for life on an NFL roster? 
Yeah, it's a good one. Um, I think in terms of just like the overall professionalism. So like, you know, you're a young kid going into a very professional environment. You have to grow up pretty quickly. So I think just the able to transition into that and knowing that you've kind of been there before, not as not as high um, in terms of the sport and um, the occasion and all the things like that, but um, overall just being, yeah, in that professional setting and stuff, I think made the transition like pretty smoothly to be able to um, go over there and kind of, can, you know, do my thing and stuff. So um, good, very good question. I think definitely the AFL probably helped that just massively because you have to grow up pretty quickly in the AFL world or otherwise – they leave you behind pretty oh, quickly. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> don't yeah, we know it? Oh, yeah, definitely. And don't, don't, don't be late to a meeting. That's okay. right. That's right. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> Just on that, any like, is, is it very strict? Because I know I've heard you say you're in, the, you're in the doors at 7.30 and you're out at 9 p.m. I'd imagine you wouldn't want to be late to a meeting. Or- yeah, no. You, would, you, you still want to you still want to be doing your due diligence and, and being on top of things and yeah. you know, getting in your meetings on time and, and things like that just because it's, it's just poor. It's the last thing you want, yeah, isn't it? Yeah, it's not. It's just it's – it reflects poorly on you, so you just yeah. you just want to make sure you're on. And time you are like your own business because you got your basically own, it's just next man up. That's right. It? It's it's a big like your own your own brand and like things like that, making sure that you're on top of it because they just don't have. Have you seen anything like from, from even college? Have you um, seen anyone really cop it for being college was pretty college was pretty bad. Like because they try and they try and set the example for you. You've got seventeen year old kids that have been their best player at their high school and thinking that they are and they've been recruited like crazy, right? So. They've had 10 schools recruit them. They've picked where they've wanted to go. Yeah. They're like, happy days. Like, I've made it, da-da-da. And then they just become in for a rude awakening and the coaches are on them all the time because they all they see is in this recruiting process is that the coaches are loving them. Like, come to Auburn. Come to Auburn. Yeah. This is the best school, da-da-da. And then when they get there and they're done, coaches completely change because it's football. Yeah. So they're just like, Riding them. get your shit together. Um or he's going to be playing and you're not going to be playing type thing. Stuff and they just, in. some of them can't handle it. Wow. So this transfer portal thing is you've probably heard about is just crazy because kids actually just can't handle it. Especially when they are doing press conferences. And they've got and more freedom now too to do it. But yeah, it's just. Picking hats and all yeah. that. It's, it is it is it's ridiculous. a luxury. You know, Whereas the NFL is like, like that because you just get drafted to obviously where you go, which is what we're used to. Mm. And um, you just got to. You know, you should have learned those things already in college, so you should be able to transition easily over to, into the yeah. NFL for sure. Yeah, it's well put. Mm. Um, this is a great question. Ryan Gear underscore 32. Anyone in the AFL currently that you believe could have a chance in the NFL if they tried? It's a great question because, yeah, that's a good question. Um, again, such unique, like, Sports aren't they just different? Mm. But like someone could come in and probably play, maybe a tight end, maybe a wide receiver type thing. Um, Do you think an Aussie could play? Well, I don't think they at the moment. Which like, I haven't seen tough. anyone that's quick enough. It's tough. They're so quick. They're so quick. And tight ends, how 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 big tight, got tight ends? Like we're gonna we're gonna, like guys are gonna have to put on whoever's in the AFL have to it. put on side size like so. Dallas is about 105, 110. 110, that's, that's heavy. That's big. And, yeah. what, and so how he tall weighs is he? about 245, 250 how tall like is he? pounds, and he's 6'5, six, 6'6. Six, six. Uh, and, run, and runs and runs a 4'5, though. 4'5, four, 4'6, four, four, 40 yard dash. 
Yeah, yours is quick. I, I saw yours is five. five. He's and quick. And you're pretty quick as well. Oh, I wouldn't say that. But you're not slow. And you're six two, he's six five. Yeah. He he all I can say is that so you need he to, moves. Yeah. Okay. Like if Paddy Dangerfield put on an extra twenty kilo, maybe. Maybe. And he's only a, maybe. And he's six two, six three. Like he's my like maybe yeah. a bit taller. Yeah, I'm I like to think. tough. Mm. What about kicking, punting? Like, oh, lots. Oh, lots. I think a lot could do it for sure. You don't think that? I mean, you did a lot of work. I did a lot of work it to get to and college, and all, and all, of, it, all to, of it will take work for sure. How many years? But do you like, think? you know, I'm, I'm still, I'm still definitely like working on it. Definitely like working on it and like trying to build that consistency in that for sure. But um. I don't know who are the. Oh, I can't remember it's who hard. the big kicks like. Maybe you know what? Someone who's got a really nice kick that I think could actually make it work is um, Maynard from the Pies. Yep. I reckon he could. Be, yeah, I reckon he could make it work for sure. I think he's got a beautiful kick, and like he could transition well. I think from like getting himself if you want it. I reckon that's one guy that comes to mind. Matty Suckling good. finished up now. We Maddie always Suckling. thought that he might be – Suckers yeah, could do it. like Suckers is awesome, but he had that like – Yeah, he went on the yeah, left Bring foot. it out. Like the thing about like the punning the side thing is like you have to be so straight. still and oh, straight wow. that like – and we often we think that like we're so good at being creative and stuff and we can still get away with that. But like with the spiral itself and like being so still, it's like – Get it out there. Get it out there. Don't like roll it over because that will leave you in a, in a little bit of trouble. So it's sure. actually stay straight yes. still yeah. and yeah. and you're pushing your hand forward and just keep, yep. your leg comes up, doesn't yep. it? Such a- Yeah, it's so different. So, How so flexible different. flexible are you? You're really flexible. Yeah, I've got way better at my flexibility since I've started, like since I've done the punting side of things, mm. just like all the exercises that I do. Like hamstrings used to be so tight when I yeah. played. Oh, mate, I can't hit stuff, but- now they're, yeah, now they're good. Yeah. They're well, you have good. to be. You have to be. I've got no choice. You know, you kick yourself hips, in the snout. Hips and, hips and the hammies and that are a huge part in it for sure. Um, yeah. I mean, I've got more questions, but just rehab, like physios, AFL, um, you know, and NFL, are there way more on offer at NFL? Like you just, Kairos, yeah. everything? Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. Way more, way more things. A lot more in the NFL like specialize at certain things. Right. So some people that like- uh, that can do some things, can't do others. So, like, they have it all, like chiropractors, um, massage, trainers, physios, like doctors, each have their own, like, specialty, if that makes sense. Whereas I feel like in the AFL, our physiotherapists can basically do everything. Yeah, they're guns. Unbelievable. Three jobs in one. Their knowledge is incredible. They know what they need to do, whereas, like, we need to special, like in the NFL, you need to specialize a little bit more, if that makes sense. More, more people there to be able to do that. So it's but not, that's the reason why. So it's not clogged yeah. up. If you want a massage, you can go get one. Hundred percent. No, like, oh fuck, I got to wait till three thirty slot. Yeah. So it's like whatever you want, basically on the on ready to go. They'll be there available for you to. And to get the it done. recovery side of things, the pools, the saunas, everything and there. Philly, Philly's not great. In terms of the whole, like, their setup, but they have everything there ready for yeah. you to go. And you're comparing so, to the new obvi- latest. Obviously, yeah. Yeah. But, um. No, nah, it's good insight. No, nah, it's good. It's good insight. It's, it's fascinating. You said a lot of Aussies mm. can do it. Um, this is a good question. Maxi Dean, what keeps you calm? Um, what helps you calm down in high pressure situations? Is there anything that, any cues that you go to? Yeah, it's a good one. Um, for me, for me, like I always just kind of, when I'm going out there in the moment and things like that, it's just like 
all the things that you you're basically just like honing in on what you've done before, if that makes sense. You know, um, I don't necessarily have a word or anything like that to like kind of calm myself down and stuff because um, I try to like be in the moment as as best I possibly can. So I don't like saying a word to myself pre because then I start then I start to think that like, oh, I'm thinking about too much or I'm thinking about too much. So I just like, I just go back to basically just like all the things that I've already done before and just go out there and, and execute. So um, if there's one, if there's one thing that just like would come out to me is just making sure that I'm just like, you know, still, still, like still, that's if anything, yeah. that's kind of like my little cue to just make sure. Cause then, in, then I know that like everything's like tight, like tight as in like in the right spots. So and therefore I can like go and execute my job. And, you know, sometimes when I actually don't do it, that's yeah. Sometimes, you know, that's where like things can go wrong, you know? Yeah. So like, I just like need to keep, you know, still getting back that and, and saying that to myself. Coffees and frothies. Do you have Kevin Hart's mobile number? <laughs> That's a good one. Obviously, yeah. I don't, but I really wish yeah, I did. Yeah, we need to find. Yeah, actually that would, that would be awesome. When um, there's a photo, I think Embiid come down. And do you knock around with the Sixers boys? Not a lot. Yeah. Not a lot. Go to like, any games? Or? I go to I go to a few games. That's yeah, awesome. big time. Like I, you know, I love you my I love my basketball. I love my basketball, and obviously finals will be on and stuff like that. So again, crowd will be pretty electric and stuff. So I'll definitely try and get my definitely try and get in there. But I, I went to the um. I went to the uh, championship game when the Phillies played San Diego, like in the to win the uh, their the uh, I think it's they're in the National League. So um, yeah, did that too. So yeah, it's good. We definitely try and get around it. That's, that's for great. sure. And obviously, all those boys trying to go to our games and that yeah, as well. That's what I was saying. Embiid yeah. was uh, Kevin Hart. I remember there's a photo of Kevin Hart and Embiid yeah. next to each other. Hilarious, mate. Unbelievable. Yeah, Just, unbelievable. He, he makes so, good. so many people laugh. So good. You most. Uh, who we got here? Bitter hey, bitter hell are you? What an Instagram handle that is. Your most important advice for a young Aussie switching from AFL to punting? It's a great question. Yeah, Ken. it's good. Um, I think it's just kind of what I said before, just like hone in on making sure that you are nice and still when you're when you're kicking that ball. It, I think that's the honestly the most important thing because we are we are so good at being able to kick around our bodies, so therefore the ball can be in different spots for us. But if you're just focusing on just the spiral work and wanting to work on that torpedo and stuff, it's just about making sure that you firstly the ball's like out there. So don't be cramped up, like have the faith to be able to get the ball out and just keeping it nice and still over whichever foot or leg is your dominant leg, yeah. you know, just making sure that that's what you want to be focused on. And a good way to do that is by looking into a mirror, honestly, and you're just focusing on the ball drop and then just seeing it to make sure it's over that leg that's your dominant leg and, and doing that. Great advice. A lot of times throughout the throughout the week. Yeah, so it's, a, yeah. That's like your skill. That's like basically your, that's you know, your, that's your fifteen minutes of handball and yeah, stuff that hands. you're getting your hot hands yeah. in development. That's what that that's what I do. Yeah. Love it. Um, how do you handle the cutthroat, long term, unknown nature of the sport? Yeah, that's a that's a very very good question. From Phil and B, on, I still am I still am trying to like figure it out. Like the thought of the thought of literally getting a call at any moment. In all honesty, and like them saying, hey. You know, like we appreciate everything, but we're going to go with someone else and stuff at any time. And then knowing that that's it, like they don't owe you anything, nothing is pretty scary. And it's like kind of at the back of your mind a little bit, you know, of course, but at the same time, you can't let it, um, 
you know, get to you that much because in the end there's a job at, there's a job at a task and a job at hand, I should say. And, um, you just got to go out there and just do your thing and execute. And if you do that, then you don't have to worry about, you know, the first part that I said in, it sounds simple. It isn't always that simple. It's hard when you start to make a few mistakes. I I noticed I never, ever, ever, ever like noticed about the external noise until I started making a few Barneys and then, and then you make a couple more and cause, because your mind, and that's where it throws you off, but that's where you got your psychologist, your specialist all around to, um, to kind of work on those. It can drive you too. Like for me and honestly, as more maturity comes around, like it's kind of driven me like Mm. to be like, I know that's my situation. But let's be better. I'm going to do everything I can to make sure that I can be the best that I can. Yeah. And that doesn't mean you're going to get it right every time. Mm. And like the way social media works and things like that, it's like they expect you to be that, whatever. But you just got to know the like for yourself and then internally it's like, okay, no one's perfect. You know, you're not going to get it right. But what are you going to do? Like, what are you going to do next time to make sure like it kind of doesn't happen? You know what I mean? Yeah, straight so, advice. Get straight yeah. into actions. Don't yeah. worry about Exactly. Words, just get to work. For sure. Ask him if he's ever broke somebody's arm. <laughs> I don't oh, think so. I don't know why. That, that, <laughs> from Khan. I, I, don't, I just read that off the top. Um, do you, I don't know. I don't know. I thought that might have been one of your mates. Maybe I did. Maybe. Maybe. I've got know. no idea. He, he used to be a weapon on the field, <laughs> I can tell you. Um, do you. Do you miss Charlie Hicks? I think I did. I actually have. I, remember, I, know, I, know, who's, I know who sent that. Khan. Yeah, I know who did. I can't read his Instagram. No, nah, I know who it is. I, I, I was I was a buddy with uh, my mate. He's called Steely, and this was back out where I grew up. And his little brother is called Khan. This must be him, and that's him for sure. How do you say? And we're on our tra- we're on a trampoline. He was a lot younger back then, and uh, well, like he was wrestling, you know, like <laughs> fucking elimination chamber oh, type yeah. stuff. Yeah, and yeah. I did yeah. like a suplex move on him and stuff. <laughs> Yeah, broke the little kid's arm. I think he may have been about seven or eight at the oh, time. Oh, mate, so that's dude. great. So to answer his question, yeah, I yeah, did. I did. <laughs> and, and you lost that fight as well. <laughs> we love it. So man. good. That is so good. I, I read it and I'm glad I read it now because yeah. it does not make now, any I sense. Now I had to rejog my memory, but yes, he's, he's right. And then Khan, if good you're one, out there Khan. listening, I uh, hope your arm's recovered, yeah. Big Bella. <laughs> hope it wasn't your wrist. Yeah. <laughs> Charlie Hicks, do you miss coaching the Mighty Magoos at Brighton Grammar oh, and the George Cats? Good old Charlie. Yeah, no, that's great. No, I do. I do. That was that was my little gig that was going on before I went over to to America. So, um, yeah, I was trying to take over from the great Rob Shaw and maybe get the old get the get the Brighton Grammar job after at some point. But uh, uh, that's definitely something that I want to focus on. You know, do when I'm when I get back. Yeah. You know, I still have a passion. I still have a passion for AFL football. Uh, I'm still trying to keep an eye on as best as I possibly can and being able to get back into the coaching sector would be good. Yeah, I think you do really well. Um, and I always think players that have, you know, had a probably tougher, you mm. know what I mean? You've seen both sides. You yeah. understand the locker room a yeah. bit more. I think they always do well. Yeah, Plus all the uh, experiences you've had. Um Ask him if he misses coaching Halem Secondary School. Yeah, How yeah. How many schools did you coach? I did a couple. They're the two. I, I went to Halem actually in part of their football program there. So year 11 and 12. And okay, that's here's how I got one. the Stingrays gig. So yeah. What, what's, a better, what's a better program? <laughs> <laughs> Jeez, they'll be filthy with whoever you yeah, leave out here. You've put me in a pickle here, haven't oh, you? Let's yeah. not, let's not yeah, go yeah, there. No, we'll leave it. We'll I'm leave not it. about that. I'm not about that. Here we go. Lionel Burns goes, who's got the biggest snag at the Eagles? <laughs> 
Ah. It's got to be Big Coxie, doesn't it? Big Coxie. Jeez. <laughs> That's great. Oh, they had, that question had to be asked. There's no doubt. Oh, uh, that is fucking I'm not answering that question. No, no, don't way. answer it. I nah, just wanted to ask nah, it. Nah, it's a good one, though. And it was actually, who has the biggest, and they used the eggplant emoji. Love it. <laughs> Love it. Yeah. Very good, Lionel. Very good. <laughs> Who's the scariest eagle to share with? Here we go, Benny. <laughs> the boys love this question. <laughs> what is what is it with us Australians and just loving the shower all together? And blokes Seriously. asking who's got the biggest isn't, sausage. Isn't that just like football culture too? It's absolute It's max. like messaging your mate who's playing in <laughs> yeah. a, a Super Bowl. Um, not, mate, good luck, but what yeah, colour is the Gatorade? What colour is the Gatorade? Yeah, <laughs> no, nah, it's good. Phenomenal. What has been your best pun of your NFL career? From Charlie Norts, but I want to know the answer to that and AFL. Okay, so longest kick and punt. AFL. Um I think it was my first game. I was inside the center square and I let one like rip and it was a bit like low, but I just like it just sailed. And it was my first game of AFL football and I hit it from about 65 and it oh, went through. It was it, it was nice. That was nice. Uh I had a I had a couple that were like outside 50 and that that were on the run and that were pretty good. So I enjoyed them. Um, VFL, I, ha- I did have a bit of a nice breeze behind me, but I played Port Melbourne at Willie, and I reckon I was that was probably like 75, 80 in wow. the air with a not with a very nice breeze like behind yeah. me, but still Smart. got onto it. It was it was pretty handy. And then in the NFL, I've had my best one. So my longest of my career is sixty eight yards. I saw that online. Um, so I've hit I, that ended up going for a touchback. So you never obviously want that, but Still, 68 yards and getting for a touchback, I can't really complain they're about. A but flex. Like, sorry, coach. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're not going to worry about it too much. <laughs> but my best one I hit was 65 in the air and, like, just hit the point and just bounced sideways out of bounds at the five-yard line. Oh, and I was man. like, yeah. That's- I did not mean that at all, but that's so good. <laughs> that's so good. So yeah, that's that probably is- my best. That's probably the best one that, that I've had. That's a, yeah. a big bomb. Yeah, I'll take that one for sure. How, like, how – Kicking both balls, like, is it of AFL? Obviously, it's bigger, but can you kick? Which one can you kick further? Probably the AFL one. AFL. Yeah. So no breeze. You no AFL. breeze. Probably you could kick just because it's a bigger, sweeter spot. Yeah. So you just it just allows you to be able to hit it a lot more cleaner and probably therefore yeah it yep. would go a lot further. Great questions there from Charlie Norts and Singy, obviously. Yeah. Well, Sam Cullen, favorite post game meal. Does it really matter? Is it in your like? Do you have to be as elite? Nah, not really. So favorite? Can't you tell? I think it, well, <laughs> we'll see how your golf game is. That's, yeah, the, that's yeah, what I hear. We'll a, lot of, a lot of you guys yeah. just play golf is the rumor. Yeah. Uh, no, nah, I'm, I'm I'm a big fan of like, yeah, like some fried chicken, like chicken tenders type thing. Hot that, sauce? That. You love your hot sauce? I'm um, not much of a hot sauce. I'm definitely more of like a honey barbecue type guy okay. for sure. Yeah. So that's the way I'd go. There you go. The yeah. tenders. Yeah. Um, oh, there you go. Chris Luff, biggest barrel ever kicked during AFL. We just spoke about that. Yep. A few more questions here to go. Oh, I forgot to ask, and this is great. A reminder from Liam Morrison. Is he good mates with fellow Aussie Jordan Mailata? What's it like playing with the big fella? He is a specimen, and um, I know you're good mates. Describe the relationship. He's awesome. He's like, he's just a larrikin. Like, just your typical, typical, like, Australian dude that would love a beer and just, you know, has a great time. He's a Polynesian, got Polynesian background. So a uh, large family. And I met them actually uh, after we lost in the Super Bowl. And mate, like time of my life, just singing, just singing Jimmy Barnes, like Kaysan and stuff. And just like, you don't get that stuff from any of the Americans there. So having them there was just unreal. So like, good. 
So good. But uh, I've got, we're going to his wedding in July. He's getting married in July, so that's gonna be that's gonna be pretty cool. Um, and just just build a spe- like build a special like relationship. And um, we we sat next to each other when there was about forty seconds left in the game, knowing what was about to happen, and we we just looked at each other and like, damn, like. Mm. And we'd spoken about it the whole week, just like we're gonna do it, like we're gonna we're gonna be one and two, whichever way, however they they want to do it, however they they want to say it, like we're gonna be we're gonna do it, and then just sit next to him, and it was just like, man, sucks, yeah, like hurts so much, and uh, you know, obviously that's like a bit of a like a you know a bit of a sob story and stuff, but I think that's like what I'm trying to get, at, just the bond that we've created in the two years that like I've been there, and um. Yeah, just uh, it's so good to have a like a familiar accent, obviously, in the room, and like the, just the 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 lingo that you have, and the and the banter that goes on that only us two can really yeah. know. And we're we're losing our shit in like of things that we say to each other and stuff, and you know the other boys in the locker room just like what the fuck's going yeah. on right now, and you know I, I, we couldn't give two shits because he's just that's just the way it is, and I oh, absolutely love it, but uh. Plenty of time for that man and uh, definitely will be a long life friend for oh, sure. It's special, it's mate. Great. It's great to hear. Yeah, it's it's awesome. exactly what we all wanted yeah. to hear as well. And yeah, it's awesome. He, um, he, he's got a great voice, doesn't he? Unbelievable. Like Unbelievable. Like really good. Really good. Yeah. I think Did that mass bang- Singer stuff or yeah. whatever. I don't know if we have that here, but- No, I saw it online. Yeah, it's like a big thing that they do over there and uh, yeah, he was he was legit. He's got a great voice. Yeah, great, great voice. voice. Yeah. Think- Gets his guitar out all the time and just plays his music and yeah, he's unreal. That's unbelievable. Unreal. Yeah, I love that. Uh, it's great to hear. It's and it's, it's a special bond, you yeah. know. Like you got the big man and the, and the little man in terms of like the frame because sure. he's a big boy. Huge. Isn't he? He's uh, 166 kilos and six foot ten. What? Yeah, 166. Yeah, and six ten. Yeah, and moves. What was Aaron Sandilands? He was he was six. Wasn't he seven foot? He was seven foot and one hundred and twelve. Fifteen, I reckon. One hundred and fifteen. Just think of that, but like plus an extra fifty kilo. And, oh but, my but god! But like, is faster than like Sandilands, like way faster. Explosive, yeah. Big Spod could run. We used to, it was a clip of him running. We could get going. Oh, we always laugh because he used to. Yeah, re- there's a clip of him running down the wing. Yeah, and he took right. like three bounces. Right. I think bike. I actually remember it. And I'm like, what happened? He goes, I don't know, man. I went for a third and I went through me, <laughs> went through his legs or something. <laughs> and I used to always get into him. Flat spot in the pitch. So like, we used to call each other the barrel because I got a bit of a barrel, like a tiny barrel chest, and he's got a massive one. I go barrel. <laughs> I go barrel. Get the ball and just take off. <laughs> so good. Um, but so that's good. unbelievable. So he's like yeah. 40 kilos heavier than Spod. Monster. Sandilands. Fuck hell. Monster of a man. You can see why no one can get to the quarterback. No, especially on that left side. They're not getting in. Well, even on the right side, they both don't allow anything. So good. Crazy. Awesome to hear, mate. Awesome to hear. A couple more questions. I want to hold you up. We've got two more segments, but the best and worst city to play in um, outside of Philly. Clearly, that's your favorite. No, I hate the Giants. hate the Giants, so I probably don't like that. Um, Any other places? Where do you stay? Do you stay in New York? Because I know they're out in Jersey. We're in, we stay in Jersey City, which is a nice little area. Yeah. Like it's actually not bad at all. Um, and then obviously they're like out like yeah. a bit further in the Meadowlands is what they call it. But uh, yeah, that's probably the one that comes to mind pretty quickly. Washington's not a great, like their stadium's like- It looks old school. Old. It's a bit like Green Bay, very done, old and- Done for. But classic. like Green Bay is like, Green Bay is like a classic Special. old and they keep it in great- 
Nick for sure. I don't know about I don't know about Washington. Yeah. They've got some work to do. Just pot all the players, yeah, all the just, teams in the East. Work. They've just got some work to do. There's a lot of there's a lot of talent in the East, by the way. Your division. Mm. Wow. Yeah. A great question there from uh, Riley Bockle. Like Bottrell. Like um, what else we got? Oh, here's a great question. It probably leads us in. Uh, again, everyone that writes in, um, appreciate all your questions. They're they're really good. I'd ask them all. There's another 20, so we're gonna stop here after this one. <laughs> but uh your favorite hole at Southern Golf Course, mate, from um <laughs> underscore the the Luke, the luck. It's your local? Yeah, yeah. I've got a I've I've got a little membership there. So it's nice to be able to come back and just go to a place knowing that I can jump on any time I like, which is pretty good. So my favorite hole at at Southern. Yeah. Um there's a nice little short par four, like the 15th, I think it is. 15th? And you can be really aggressive if you want to. Um, but can also cause you a little bit of trouble if you if you don't get off the tee very I well. I slice it right hand. Does it help me? Nah. Oh, so it's going left. Yeah. Oh, I'm in trouble. Yeah. And I will, we'll find out in you'll a week. Find, you will find out yeah. in a week. So that'll be interesting. We're, we're, I'll, I'll be wearing my clutch and coat, <laughs> hat and premium kit. They've got the new polo. Yeah. Did you send me the new um, two Apollos? Yeah, they're good. Very good. What, they're good. blue, red? Which one yeah, did you get? Like the the yeah. stripy one, like, you know, you're kind of, I feel like it's like a lightish kind of pink kind of color. Yeah. Well, I, I don't know what Dummy's called. But He's, they're good though. Great. They're very great. Yeah. Tried it on, fit really good, nice and light, perfect. People think that so, I come on in here, pay, I, I say, because I say it's the cheapest golf product on the market. It should be 129 bucks. He's, he's flogging them for like 79.99. Yeah, doing, doing well. And yeah, the best part as well, he's got a discount code ACES wow. that we always leave on. And I haven't done it. We're doing a master show coming up. But um, yeah, anyone that wants yeah, golf kit, clutchingco.com.au. Get on um, there because I I am totally with it. It's uh it's it's great stuff. And great a lot of the stuff. boys play golf. Uh yeah, Jake Jake Elliott plays a lot. He's off scratch, so he's wow. pretty good. Are you off? Uh, I'm off ten right now. Okay, so I've got some work to do, but I can't complain at the same time. Um, so yeah, no, nah, Jake's pretty good. Yeah, you know, a couple of guys here and there and stuff, but I try and get out with him as much as I possibly can. It's always can, good playing so with yeah. someone that's a bit. Better for sure, than you. for it sure. Helps your game, and they and they he, he's pretty good about it. Like he he definitely helps me out a little bit with my game too. Little small things not to work on. So yeah, yeah, yeah. It's that's good. the golfing part. Love getting out there. It's a it's a great game, golf. It is. Now let's go to our last two segments, mate. You've been enormous, and 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 I can't thank you enough for coming on the on the potty. You don't come on here empty-handed, mate. We've <laughs> we've got a couple of prize packs here. We'll start with um our friends here from Milwaukee. Uh, Milwaukee tools. Love they uh, yeah, we've got you the lifestyle power pack here, mate. Gee. So, um, you know, this has everything inside. It's got the pruning and saw, pruning saw and contractor bag. You got the uh, LED lantern floodlight, the compact blower, the AMP batteries, and a charger. Um, so if you are simply heading to the outdoors, you're gonna go camping or fishing or oh, anywhere, wow. mate. Just uh, over the next month or so, when you're, <laughs> oh, yeah. you know, I think we've got a bit more sun left oh, in Melbourne, yeah, don't we? Do we have a little bit more. I've got. I've got some hedges that I might need to cut pretty soon, actually. Oh, well, so mate, maybe we're on. You're on. You're on right here because Milwaukee tools have got you sorted. Oh, yeah. The lifestyle pack. And they've been very good. So big shout out to them. Um, thank you for the uh, to Milwaukee for supplying this. Mate, our segment here with our friends here from Milwaukee uh, is who is the biggest tool in the locker room at Philadelphia Eagles? Now, I always try it's a it's a good tool. It's a it's a You reckon it, it's a good tool? It's a it's a okay. it's, it's a tool that's driven to our performance. Like a, like a jack of all trades type thing thing like tool or someone we, or the way we... I think of a tool is someone that I oh, look at them and they make me laugh. Okay. 
Yeah, yeah, which no, has nothing to do with Milwaukee. No, 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 that's that's, that's yeah, that's good. Uh, but yeah. true, and your handiest teammate. So someone with the tools, it's very handy. It's a real shame that I actually can't answer this question a little bit easier or a little bit quicker. Well, that's fine because um, we can always narrow it to yeah. one. Who's the Energizer Bunny in the locker room? Who's oh, the guy? That makes- for sure, uh, Darius Slay. He just uh, just doesn't stop. Like just doesn't stop. Just whether it's talking, whether he's just running around doing something like, yeah, he's just he just keeps going the whole time. Speaks really fast, so you can't really understand what he's saying. But uh, energy all the time, Brilliant. all the time. That is, you yeah. need that. You need it. Like sometimes it can be a bit too much, and you just want him <laughs> to shut the fuck up. But <laughs> at other times, when you you actually do need it to get yourself going, he's definitely the guy to. Give you a quick little laugh and say, "All right, let let let's get into it." So he's definitely the one that comes to mind pretty quickly for that one. Oh, that's a big sure. name. That's a big name. Well, there you go. We're gonna have to send him a Milwaukee yeah, Tools lifestyle pack. He'll never use it, but you might have to. <laughs> I would have thought Jason Kelsey would be pretty handy. He, I think he. I think he is. Like I think he is, but um, the boys wouldn't be. They'd be paying for their. They, you Renos. know how it is. Like you know, guys like that would just have a business come along and just say, "Hey, do this, do this, and this," and it, they're done. Yeah. They don't have to touch the tools themselves. Like no. That's just how it is. Lane Johnson actually, I think, would be really good. He's one actually comes to mind actually now that I've thought about it. He would be, he'd be very good at that stuff. He's a good old country lad, like from Oklahoma and stuff. So he would love that shit. Yeah, there you go. There you go. The Milwaukee Tools yeah. handiest uh, player, the Philly Eagles, yeah. would be Lane Johnson. Yes, yeah. and uh, and yeah. Slay. Slay. Darius. 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 Darius Slay yeah. is their locker room. Yeah. Fun tool. Yep. Uh, I need to reframe that one because people probably think that we're talking bad, but we love it. We love it. Now, mate, we've got the brand new uh, Rick's eyewear here. I wasn't sure what to go with. I thought for you, you know, I know your style because you got the black hair. Yeah. Um, we'll give you the the Melrose that are just restocked. The Dark Storm. It's green polarized. Watch out. Um, so these are for you, my friend. Yeah, look at them go. Um, these will be, you know, you'll be rocking these in Jeez. the Super Bowl next year, yeah, I reckon. Look at them go. Um the mate, Melrose. Yeah, the Melrose. And back in stock, the last time. We, oh yeah. I reckon they look pretty good. Every time I mm. every time you ask me though, I, I thought you're, you're always gonna say they yeah, do look no, great. I think they go right on me. Um, they actually fit my head real good too. I really struggle with the with the sunnies sometimes, yeah. Melrose right. number one and two with the orbits, um, they they fit everyone. Yeah. I know Griffin Lowe got the big beak. Yeah, they fit over the. Schne- I don't know what it is with I the like style. Them. They're good. They're uh, comfy too. They you are. need me to keep them on for this segment, or keep them on while right. you answer this one. All right. So, this is our last segment, brother. This is our last segment, and uh, I know it's about to be summer when you go back. Yeah, it'll be warming up, right? Yeah. But um, this is called Rick's in retirement. This is when. When Sip, you've finished your career, you've won uh, as many Super Bowls as possible. You've done all the halftime commercials. You're cashed up. We always say you got all the cash in the world, right? So we want to know where you would take your ricks and retire, and why. That's awesome. Uh, I'll definitely, um, you know, as a, as a bit of a novelty in terms, of if I wasn't coming back to Australia straight away, I'd love to go spend like a week or two in the Maldives. Yep. And just like reminisce on your career, how like how good was that type thing? So I'd spend like one or two weeks, beautiful ocean, nothing to look about, and those beautiful like huts that they have all to yourself. That's what I'd do. And then afterwards, I'd just be simply coming back home here and enjoying life as a as a dad, um, 
maybe getting back into maybe getting back into as I said into some coaching and, and teaching stuff, but very, very hopefully low key and um playing a shit ton of golf. Oh <laughs> <laughs> that is a great oh, like it. to be good out in the course, <laughs> I reckon. You'll see me this on next Wednesday. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Do you hit the ball as much as, as far as you kick it? Like are you are you a monster? Oh, off I don't the know. Tee? In all honesty, with the shot like with the shoulders that I've had, like the Ricos that I've had, I don't know like I don't have like the range and stuff, but I can still give it a good shake up. Yeah, off the tee. How far off the tee? Off the tee, I can. Off the tee, I can hit three hundred. Oh, you're a so you Jesus smoking so, them. So I can I can do it with the clutch hat on. You'd hit it three. I tell you what, I might get a little bit extra in there this time. <laughs> you know, I might feel might feel real good. Bit of bit of extra energy on there. Oh, but the yeah. tour follows Tommy. I can hit him all right. I can hit him all right. Yeah, it's just that uh, I think it's putting. Yeah, I think it's putting. Isn't it for everyone? Not for me. Because I, I, I really, so you're a good guy to play scramble with. And I'm stuff. amazing with Ambrose. I mean, I just wow. saw I put a, a video out the other day. It was my first putt in in All two right. months, and I fluked it. But wow. the thing is, I'm a bit of a bandit because I don't play much. Yeah. Okay. But I just, I'm better than my handicap. So yeah. if you're playing Ambrose, call me. Right, I'm a right. bandit. I'll come in. I'll play uh, a couple of really good shots and some stinkers, but you don't need That's me for okay. that. okay. Ambrose, you don't really need that. Someone nah. else can do it for you. And then nah. you just have the last part and get the real good read yeah. and away you go. Playing with blokes like you have to tee, you need to take a couple. So mm. I, just need to, I just need to smoke That's a fine. few. I can make it work. Get rid of my vanilla slice. I'm gonna, I am going to, I'm going to drive so poorly now. Oh no, we're talking it up. We're I'm talking myself down I'm, so I'm I can gonna, really. I'm going to drive so poorly now. Now that we've said that, three hundred. He's come out I'm publicly. In real, I'm in real trouble. Here. <laughs> <laughs> oh, sore shoulder. Um, got the Rico, and uh, I can only I hit three hundred. I did up a body earlier, boys. <laughs> like, it's not. I just don't have that range of motion in me. Oh mate, so where in Melbourne is the Rickson retiring again? What like like what area is oh, it? Peninsula I'd love or? to be Bayside. Bayside, yeah, yeah. Bayside, Bayside's my go-to. I'd love to be able to just kind of be in the. Uh, Oh, you know, ideally, I'd love to be in the Black Rock like area. Oh, that yeah. would be that'd be unreal. And Great just spot. just live near the beach, um, walk down to like little cafes and stuff like that. And you know, that's the ultimate dream. Whether or not you have it is another thing. But You'll hey, we're all at a wish. Yeah, got to you got to you know, dream big. You know, got to you got to do it. So that's how the re- that's how the retired life would look like. Just a nice little place in Black Rock, and I get to walk down to the the, the, the cafes there and. Be nice and relaxed about everything. Oh, Should be good in the Melrose storm, basically. Bang! That's, no, that's that is awesome, mate. I, I um I can't thank you enough. You've been awesome to catch up with. It's been, as I said to you, you're inspiring a lot of Aussies. Yeah, it's so much fun watching Aussies play. Um, and what you guys achieved this year was unbelievable. So, congratulations again. Um, thank you so much for jumping on awesome. uh, the potty. I, I know everyone was me on. really excited to hear a few of your um your stories and questions and mate you're still here for another month so you know what we might even get you back on for something else hey, why not maybe just a little preview into what's going to happen next year oh that's it tell them exactly <laughs> tell them exactly what's going to yeah. happen I'll write the script for you brilliant and everyone else out there if you need a pair of sunnies the Melrose Storm are now restocked Sip loves them uh, they definitely look great on the uh, on the great man and uh, we have 20% off and free express shipping if you use the discount code ACES so you're getting looked after there. Sunny's golf kit, Milwaukee tools. It's all happening, brother. Thank you so much for your time, mate. Hey, appreciate it. Thanks for having me on. Pleasure. Thanks for listening to another episode of Tommy Talks, where you literally can't thank you enough for all your support. Speaking of support, our great mates, Milwaukee tools. Without yours, we wouldn't be here. Milwaukee Outdoor Power Equipment gives you the power to clear, cut, and maintain the outdoors without the petrol headaches. 
No pull starts, no engine maintenance, no mixing petrol and oil. Book a test drive now at milwaukeetools.com.au. Milwaukee, nothing but heavy duty. All right, catch you on the next one.